welcome to today's episode of the Blueprint Podcast, where we throw out the old blueprint so we can learn to become who we were always meant to be. I'm your host, Jason Smith, and if you haven't already, make sure you click the subscribe button and share the podcast with your friends on social media and tag me in it at jbirdfit. Today's show, we're going to shake things up a bit and give you a slightly different format. So get ready for a quick and lively burst of information designed to answer your questions, provide some valuable insight, or just give you a glimpse into what's going on in my mind. So sit back, relax, and let's dive right in. I know so many of you are frustrated with an avoidant partner, so let me give you some extra insight. A person with an anxious attachment style will often ask their partner, why won't you let me love you? What the anxious partner is communicating is, I need you to validate the relationship because I don't feel seen, heard, loved, or understood. And I feel like the relationship is ending because of something I did. Now, in the avoidance mind, they do love you, and it shows up throughout the relationship, but it looks different than the love that you learn to give and receive. They may perform acts of service you didn't ask for, such as keeping your car clean and gassed up or offering practical advice, often at the wrong time, to help you navigate a tough situation. The avoidant has a fear of intimacy and learned at an early age that their thoughts, feelings, and emotions weren't a priority, so they learn to fend for themselves, which leaves them hyper-independent. The avoidant feels like they're doing the best they can to meet their partner's needs. So when the anxious partner shows irritation, frustration, or is requiring more of the avoidant than they have an emotional capacity for, they tend to run away because they feel emotionally dysregulated, but often aren't able to articulate that directly to you. They just don't have the words for it. They may even blame you for causing them to feel this way, marking the relationship as we're just incompatible because of this. They'll say, I can't give you what you want, and you deserve better. I can't be who you need me to be. The avoidance coping mechanism is to pull away from the situation that is causing this discomfort. And that discomfort is often a fear of intimacy, a lack of trust or broken trust, fear of rejection, engulfment, or that their independence will be taken away. I'm not going to leave you hanging. I do have five tips to help you work with your avoidant partner. Number one is to talk openly. Communication is key in any relationship, so you want to make sure to express your thoughts and feelings to your partner and encourage them to do the same. This helps build trust, which is deeply important to the avoidant, and understanding between both of you. Number two is to respect their space. Avoidant individuals often value their independence and need time alone to recharge. It's important to respect their boundaries and give them the space that they require without taking it personally. And that's probably the hardest thing to do because it feels like you're being rejected. But they need this time to be able to recharge. This doesn't mean that they don't care about you. It just It's just their way of finding balance in the relationship and within themselves. Number three, show you care. Reassurance is crucial for an avoidant. Find ways to let them know that you care about them and are committed to the relationship. Small acts of kindness and gestures of affection can go a long way in making them feel secure. Number four is to learn about attachment styles. 
Understanding your partner's attachment style can help you in navigating the relationship, but I don't want it to be your primary focus. For an anxious attacher, we can often get stuck in trying to understand what the other person is thinking as a way of anticipating what's going to happen next. And what we want to do with this information is just understand that that's a part of them, that that, ex- that it exists and that it can be navigated. And the best way to navigate that is being able to understand and navigate yourself. And that's really the the core reason why we learn about attachment styles is so we can better navigate our own thoughts, feelings, and emotions and the things that trigger us in the relationship. Number five is to take care of yourself. While it's important to support your partner, it's equally important to prioritize your own well-being. Set boundaries that protect your emotional needs and engage in self-care activities that bring you joy and fulfillment. Taking care of yourself will not only benefit you, but also contribute to a healthier relationship dynamic. Building a strong, fulfilling relationship takes time and effort from both partners. But by practicing open communication, respect, and empathy, you can work together to create a secure and loving bond. 